Hello, Danielle. Today we are having awesome Danielle Smasson, and she is on fire. Her mission is to guide women to healing who have found love in themselves through possessions, relationships, and their success. She guides this woman to fully step into the story and understand it in a way that have never been before. She created a transformational process that awakens a woman's radiance. Yes, and welcome, Danielle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Yes, I so am loving it that you're speaking about radiance. I always say that we are women get to be radiant. So tell us more of how you started on the journey. Yes, absolutely. So for me, um, I found myself in the psychologist's office since the age of about six years old till about 19 years old. And I struggled. I struggled with depression. I struggled with anxiety. I struggled with obviously not being enough, value in myself, codependency, people-pleasing, obsessed with men and finding my love in men and also finding my love and my possessions. And I was 19 years old and I was in the psychologist's office and keep in mind, you know, my parents helped pay for the best of the best. And this guy was really incredible at what he did, but I realized I was the same person all those years that I had been in psychology. I was the exact same person dealing with the exact same problems. And what ended up happening was I was at a point in my life where my mental state was not healthy. And one of my best friends had just decided just to fall off the face of the earth and stop talking to me. And it wasn't just her. I had two other friends afterwards right away that fell off the earth as well. And what happened was, is I was sent on a journey because all those three women didn't have any contact with me, nothing. I couldn't ask them any questions. I didn't know what happened. And this wasn't the first time that I had lost friends in my life so suddenly. And so I ended up going back home to be with my family and to do college back at home. And while I was there, you know, I went on this massive journey. My, my first love was sent off to medical school and I just, I knew it was in that moment that we weren't supposed to be together. I needed to really start to understand why I was the way that I was and to start to understand that I was the problem. I was the reason I was pushing so many people out of my life. And I also was told so many things, so many labels that it almost made me believe that I couldn't change. And so it wasn't until my sister was in the psych ward and my other sister was diagnosed with early onsets of MS that my mom and I both looked at each other and said, there has to be another way. You're not meant to put a bandaid on your life. You're not meant to live in pain. You know, to our knowledge, we thought the body was meant to heal itself. And keep in mind, my mom is an extremely resourceful person. So 
what ended up happening was she had been searching for answers for 20 years. We had been to doctor after doctor after doctor, therapist after therapist after therapist, paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for answers. I've even been aiming clinic. And it was just at a point where we said there has to be more. And I think what's really important also for the listeners to understand is that I didn't come from a horrible childhood. And it used to be so hard for me to tell my story because I felt like people had such a crazier story than I did. But what I realized was that I had the acceptance in the home. I had the love in the home. I almost had too much love. It was almost a disservice because I didn't have to do anything for myself. But where I didn't have the love was outside of the home. And what I realized is that, you know, people like me and my clients and people that are stuck, you don't have to go through some crazy event in your life in order to be stuck. There are small things that happen in your life that affect you and that make you stuck. And that was my story. I went through some not such fun sexual experiences. I also went through bullying and that kept me so stuck in my life. And so we went to search for answers and we found EFT, which is emotional freedom techniques. And for us, it was really powerful. And we definitely started to see changes, but it just wasn't deep enough. And so we ended up studying other works like Bruce Lipton, Peter Levine, Stephen Kessler. And we ended up also seeing that there were some gaps that our clients weren't connecting to. And we started to create our own processes as well. And so I've been behind the scenes for the last five years. And I just realized I have such an important message to share with the world that I can't hide behind the scenes anymore. So I'm here and I'm excited to just share more of my expertise and helping women really understand that maybe for them, it's deeper than they think it is. And that maybe that traditional route, the system and the way society presents answers to people isn't what they need. Beautiful, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story. Okay, so my next question is, what is the number one mistake that you've done, you could have changed it on in starting business? Mm. I have made so many mistakes in business. Um, I was the girl that hired all the coaches, right? Like I wasn't, I wasn't fully ready for who I was hiring. So I think one of the mistakes that I made in business now that I just say it is I didn't listen to myself. I didn't listen to myself of what I knew I wanted. I felt like I needed some big coach, some coach that was out there on Instagram, that was out on Facebook, that was creating all this massive impact in the world. And to pay those prices for a coach like that, when really my coach was right there next to me the whole entire time and I couldn't see it. And so I would say one of the mistakes that I made is I didn't listen to me because, and I teach people how to listen to themselves, but I didn't know how to listen to myself in business. I knew how to listen to myself in life. Now I know how to listen to myself in business, but it's so hard when you're looking at so many different 
things that are out there to figure out what's right for you. So I would say my biggest mistake is not listening to my soul and really what was right for me. Awesome. What advice will you give to someone who is just starting out or growing their practice coaching or service-based business? I mean, the best piece of advice I would give is just to one to start. It's really important to start. I started for free. Not everyone does. I started for free and I would say grab that social proof. I didn't, but I would say grab that social proof, make sure that people know what it is that you're doing. And the biggest thing too, is just to listen to yourself. And if you don't know how to listen to yourself and best to know how to listen to yourself, because I will say it's one of the most important things in business because there's so much noise out there. That is wonderful. Thank you. Where, okay. No, last question. The bonus question that I ask everyone, fill the blank in the sentence. If you really knew me, you will know that I am blank. I truly care. I really care about my clients. I really care about you. I really care about the world starting to heal. Awesome. Where we can find you, where we can find such a beautiful well-being. Thank you. Um, you can find me on Facebook, which I think we have the links here, but you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram and mostly on Facebook. That's my truth. Um, but the most important thing I just want to leave you with is if any of this resonates with you, reach out, just start, reach out and share what's going on in your world. So I can either be a source to you and maybe it's a work that I do, or maybe I know somebody that can help you on your journey. It's about finding you your answer. Thank you. Thank you, Danielle. It was so great to have you with us and I'm looking forward to connecting more with you. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait. Bye and I'll see you in the next episode.